0: New Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review
1: the classic and not so classic games of the 8 and 16 bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Link's Awakening Part 3 for the Game Boy.
0: Well, folks, welcome back to the third part of this series about one of the best Game Boy games and, of course, one of the best Zelda games, Link's Awakening. Yeah, welcome back. We've already gone over all of the items in the game, gameplay, our thoughts and feelings, personal history, and even the first few moments of the game in the first level. Yep, yep. So Great. now it's time to move on through the rest of the game as we discuss all of the strange overworld adventures and your mini dungeons and boss battles. Of oh, the many, many dungeons. So we've beaten Tail Cave, and after that, you're going to move on to the Bottle Grotto. But to get there, you're going to need to deal with that chain-chop situation.
1: Yeah, when you, after the first cave, I think that's when you are heading back to, May, what is it, Mabe
0: Village? Maybe Village? Maybe. Maybe? We'll we'll go with that. I like
1: Maybe. Um, anyways, you're going back to Maybe Village, and you'll see there's two little kids playing, and they kind of give you a story like, oh, something bad happened, Moblins, uh. Yep. Go check it out, and sure enough, you'll find that the Moblins had kidnapped... The Bow Wow.
0: Yep, the pet of the family of the town. Yeah, so you got to rescue that poor, defenseless chain chomp. Yes, indeed. And it's not hard to find. It's just in a cave at the edge of the swamp area.
1: Yeah, Which you can kind of explore the swamp area now, but you are blocked by a bunch of plants and such that you can't get through.
0: Mm -hmm. And in this cave is a room-by-room escalation of moblins. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty nice. And at the very end of it, you have... Like a mini boss moblin.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he just kind of jumps around and shoots arrows at you, right? Like yes, he's not very tough.
0: No, not at all. And he uh, it's only vulnerable though once he has shot a few arrows. He run, he charges you, hits the wall, and then stuns himself.
1: Yeah, yeah. I um, it took me a minute to figure that out too. Where I just kept ineffectively fighting him mm-hmm. until eventually I, it dawned on me. Oh.
0: And then once you defeated him, then you can rescue that bow wow. And man, I kind of wish you could have this guy for the whole game.
1: This yeah, the bow wow is awesome
0: because he is chained to you, yeah. and then radiates out, attacking anything in his in his path.
1: Yeah, pretty much one hit killing anything. It's great. It's yes, it is awesome. Uh, and even if you go straight back to the village now. The, they will tell you to, or what she say, give the Bow Wow. He needs a walk or something. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't get rid of it just yet because you need it to get into the next
0: cave. Yeah, because it is in the swamp. And like you said, there are these plants and flowers blocking the way. And to get there, you need the Chain Chomp to eat the flowers mm-hmm. and open up the path.
1: Yeah, you can make your way through there. And I don't. Even, you don't need a key for this one either, right? Nope, you just
0: have to destroy that big flower there blocking the path. And you are in level two, the Bottle Grotto.
1: Yeah, this is a pretty. It's like a kind of circular map.
0: Well, it's shaped like a bottle.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it makes sense. This game didn't. The shapes of the dungeons don't always, or maybe they do, and I just didn't pick up on them. Mm-hmm. I have have meaningful shapes, so I don't know.
0: I think for the for at least a good portion of them, they do. Maybe
1: they do. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't pick up. I'm too dumb. Well, this dungeon is the first one that will have those crystal switches.
0: Mm-hmm. But hmm But there, not too many of them. No,
1: no it's not too bad here.
0: It also is the first time you're going to need to use the magic powder to light some candle areas. Yeah, yeah, Um, it, which which helps
1: but isn't always necessary. Sometimes it opens doors, but it's not like in The Legend of Zelda where if you, you, you know, the room is totally dark and you have to light it up.
0: It is later in the game, but in these ones not too Right, bad. right, yeah. And also the, you also see a lot of the traps back in this one, the, the razor blade looking things that come at you when you enter or leave a room. Man, and... They're quick in this one.
1: Yeah, and I always forget that's what they are. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that just doesn't register to me, or didn't until the very end of the game, where I would just go waltzing in every time, and oh, hey.
0: And one thing that is nice, though, is that if you have the feather equipped, you can jump over them.
1: Yeah, if, yeah, it's, it's it's nice.
0: But this, this little isn't that puzzly. You just gotta, you know, move a couple of those things. Uh, the Shy Guys are in this room, and they're kind of interesting because they always move away from you yeah they like mimic your they do like the opposite of what you do right so you so kind of want to use a spin attack usually to get them
1: yeah you can lure them close enough to where they're facing away and spin them mm-hmm. there are there are those weird statues kind of in a link to the past that operate similar we had to shoot them with the arrow
0: mm-hmm. and then you know we didn't mention this but when you are in the side scrolling levels and you jump you do a great spin jump yeah it's yeah. very acrobatic and fun looking
1: I, I man, I, I really like these levels i i
0: and then the mini-boss of this dungeon is... But the the mini-boss
1: is actually um, a monster from a Link to the Past.
0: Yeah. It's a Hinox. And that is uh, also one you're going to fight in Breath of the Wild eventually.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, this is a large cyclops that throws bombs. Mm-hmm. And I think he's got, what, sections of the floor that can break and maybe yep. fall down, but...
0: if you If you're not careful. And he'll grab you and toss you also if you get too close.
1: This man, this was another one of these mini-bosses that if you just rush him and start blasting away with your sword, he won't last long. No, not at all. I, I barely had to do anything against this this foe. Uh,
0: one thing to note is you will find boos in this level. Oh, yeah. They're ghosts, but you can attack them. Yeah. Or they go away when the light comes on, I think is what it is. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the special item in the dungeon is the power bracelet. Yeah. Which... which you'll need to start moving pots around to get to various areas here in the dungeon. Yeah, it's it's full of pots. You will see some bats, of course, and some Poles' voice. Yeah. Which uh, you can kill without an arrow this time. Yeah, yeah. And they just take a lot of hits. Yeah. But if you make your way to the very end of this level, you are greeted with a boss that is fairly unusual for the Zelda series.
1: Yeah, this is a weird... What are you... Wacky genie or...
0: Mm-hmm. And he gave me some trouble to begin with.
1: Yeah. Uh, again, this was a boss where I thought I was fighting him, but not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And then you figure out what it is. But but again, I I was confused and doing the wrong thing, but I still wasn't taking that much damage.
0: And when you encounter the boss, he'll taunt you, as most of them do, mm-hmm. and tell you that as long as he has his bottle, you'll never hurt him.
1: Yeah. You can't hurt me. So, we, of
0: course, you need to destroy that bottle.
1: Yeah. And it's basically avoiding his genie or ghostly attacks. Mm-hmm until eventually you'll get this uh, small window of time where you can run up and grab that bottle and th- use your power bracelet to throw it against the wall.
0: And eventually after three or four hits, it breaks. You shatter it. And then the next form, he is just out and about. He will appear and then throw a fireball at you. Yeah, yeah. And that was the part that got me a little bit until I realized you could just if you just keep moving, he'll never hit you. Oh, sure. Yeah. You want to stay on that bottom path. And then just sort him. Sort him. As soon as he appears... And after a couple of hits, he is gone. Badoom. Not too hard. He drops a heart piece for you, and then you get to move on and pick up your second instrument, the conch horn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Straight out of Lord of the Flies. Oh yeah, kill Piggy. <laughs> but now you're free, and uh, you're you're still in that swamp. So I think now you just have to return the bow wow, right?
0: Yeah. Enjoy as many more. Uh, kills with it as you can sure yeah and take it home our next destination is tail cave
1: yeah and uh, this is where to get the key we have to find the golden leaves mm-hmm. in, the, in the castle right
0: so you deal with the guy near the castle who makes you run around the castle find the leaves richard You'll, himself richard himself and then uh through all those shooting ends you will get the key which uh
1: yeah and the, the castle is a small kind of dungeon it only has a few rooms it's very similar to the you know the castle in the center of the map in a link to the past correct you just go up there, there there's a few like places you fall down holes and I, I think you just have to kill a certain number of enemies right or certain enemies certain enemies of the have leaves. them and i think
0: there's one hidden perhaps in a pot or somewhere mm-hmm.
1: yeah but they're all localized in this one area so it's really not that tough
0: no not at all yeah once you've uh, gotten those leaves you have to deal with all the the pothole field where you find the key, the slime key. And then near that guy's house is the, the key cavern. Ah, uh, okay, okay. The key cavern. And if you look at your map there, Nick, what is the shape of this dungeon? Some sort of T or a J? No, it's a key. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but then there is that weird little
1: adjunct area. Yeah, well, that's another key, I guess. Sure. Uh, but Sure enough. Yeah, man, it totally makes sense. I didn't, I did not even. Mm. So yeah, this is a... This is an area where, uh, um, you know, in classic Zelda style, you may right away start to notice some of these rocks that we know will require the Pegasus boots. Mm -hmm. But you probably don't know it yet. You've probably seen some out there. But when you start seeing an obstacle like that in a dungeon, you can almost count your chickens before they hatch that you're going to get that item right in here.
0: And this dungeon also introduces a lot of moving platform areas or conveyor belt style scenarios, Mm -hmm. which you're going to have to run against or move across. And those boots will definitely help with that. Oh, there's sure. these weird birds that appear in this, this dungeon, I think, in this dungeon only, in a couple of random spots. Yeah. And a lot of the, this dungeon uh, is you're going to be going back through it over and over again.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, one-way stuff here. And I we probably saw these before, too, but there are also uh, some new blocks in this game that are key blocks mm-hmm. that just look like a square with keyholes all over it. And it just consumes a key and it eliminates the block.
0: Yeah. Uh, you're going to find some bob type creatures in here, and when you hit yeah. them, there's ones that just bounce off and explode, and yeah. the ones that count down and explode. Yeah, you I don't can, like either.
1: You can get some... Like, when you bounce them, you can get them really moving across the room, So, mm-hmm. and if you're lucky, you can get them to detonate and hurt foes, but it's usually me.
0: Now, there are didongo snakes in this level. Yeah. They're very weird-looking. They are weird-looking. Uh, super weird-looking, and they're almost even more annoying to, to get them to eat your bombs than normal
1: yeah they they are a strange little little creature uh it seems to be later when i have more bombs and i was less concerned about running out yes where once you know you, you put one in its mouth and it kind of you know eats it and then just put another one right there and keep jamming them down because it'll almost always walk right into it as soon as it starts moving again
0: we also see the black hole enemy for the first time the black hole and either pushes you or sucks you close to it yeah and yes and they're awful they, they knock you off the edges very easily, and they make your movement real wonky.
1: Yeah, they frequently will suck you off the edges. Or have you ever fallen inside one? Uh, Because it takes you back to the start of the dungeon. Yes,
0: yeah. Not cool. <laughs> no, not at all. And then also in this level and many other levels, if you see an arrow in the tiles on the floor, that means bomb where the arrow is. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. But again,
1: you can double check with
0: your sword. Go listen for that ting-ting. Mm-hmm. Now, in the side-scrolling parts of this level, you're going to see some thwomps. The good old thwompies back in action. And and I guess the Dodongos were the mini-boss because the main boss of this level is, you know, very interesting. When you enter the room, it's like, you'll never find me. Yeah, yeah, I'm invisible. And what you have to do is ram the wall once you've gotten the Pegasus boots. Yeah. And it'll drop down from the ceiling. And then it is a giant eyeball yeah it's like a gelatinous eye cube you can see through slime. it Pretty and what's cool. cool is as you start attacking it, it splits
1: yeah it'll start to split and it's like you have to do enough damage over time to mm-hmm. get it to finally split into two
0: well uh, that, oh really or you have to ram through i think there's a certain point where it splits enough that you have to ram through yeah, it yeah yeah and but then split it into two separate ones yeah, and then i wasn't really sport? sure how these guys work after that Because sometimes I could just slash away and kill it real easily. Mm -hmm. And other times it would jump and disappear and then come back down.
1: I I mostly would, once you get them to separate, it was all spin slashes for me. I remember just moving around, holding on to that. And then as soon as one would get kind of close, just let off and and circle around, blast them all.
0: But I think if you're in the right area, you can just hack away at one. I I probably, it, it seems to work for most of the bosses. And again, this boss was not too much trouble. You defeat it and you get another heart piece and you are rewarded with the cowbell. Yeah. I'm sorry, sea lily's bell. Ah, I got a fever. And the
1: only prescription is more sea lily
0: bell. Once you are back outside, your next uh destination is the desert. And you really don't go through the desert too much in this game.
1: Yeah, and it's not nearly as big as in the past as well. No. You can do a couple little uh like mini or short things. Like you can now that you once you have the power bracelet you can go in that one room it's like the dream shrine where you go to sleep and you have that weird trippy like dream thing
0: yeah and there's like a I think there's a lot of coins in there a rupees and yeah, possibly yeah. even a seashell or two yeah. yeah
1: is that where is that where you get the ocarina
0: or maybe that's where you get the ocarina from
1: i think yeah and you can get a as soon as you get the ocarina you can get your first song from marin right but it yeah. doesn't really do much yet well you
0: need it to make your way once you've reached the animal village and talk to everyone. Before you can get to the, oh, the next level, you need it yeah. to, I guess, wake up a giant... This uh, giant
1: walrus, yeah. Giant walrus. This took me a minute, too. I, I really did some backtracking where I was like, what do I got to get? Like, I, I thought maybe... I kept coming back with different items from the trading game to be like, maybe the stick will wake it up, or no.
0: And what's cool is, like, when you go find her to go do this, she's, like, sitting on the beach, and you get, like, a cool little scene where... It shows you from behind and, like, the beach, the water out in front of you. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice little
1: moment. Yeah, they give you these little, like, moments,
0: especially with you and Marin, where it's like, man, if, if there was
1: some more dialogue or something, you know, it might make your, might tug at your heartstrings more at the end of the game when you erase her.
0: Correct. But once you've moved that walrus, you can get into the desert. And at a certain point in the desert, you will have to fight a landmola
1: Yeah, it's in that, like, sand pit room. Yep. Yep, yep. We've seen these guys. I mean, not this particular display of them but
0: they're an old zelda enemy mm-hmm. and you just don't want to be sucked to the middle of the room right. does that throw you down yeah and you'll have to restart mm. but if you can defeat it you'll see it drops a key then you want to fall down after the key boom you've got the angler key and you can go to the very next dungeon at the tall tall heights waterfall
1: right right
0: you may have noticed a keyhole in front of the waterfall before Right, right. you use it there and the waterfall disappears now the only problem is you have to make your way up through the mountain to get to the entrance that has now been opened yeah. And that uh, pathway is one of my least favorite rooms ever where you have to uh, sword the crystals and move the things around.
1: Yeah, but there's the crumbly floors.
0: The crumbly floors. Yeah. I fell through one of those floors literally every time I went through this area.
1: It can't, yeah, because you have those two. Uh, some of the, I guess, torches, lamps, fires, You know the, they will shoot at you until all the enemies are dead. So mm-hmm. avoiding that while you're, yeah, it's no fun.
0: And then, of course, the dungeon here, Angler's Tunnel, is level four, and of, there's water in a lot of this map. Heads up. But it's not a water puzzle. You don't have to change the level right. of the water, so yeah. don't despair.
1: Fear not. Fear not.
0: Um, This level has a lot of the enemies with swords and shields, that weird spinning star-looking man.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that
0: guy is. You're going to find... He looks like a flying squirrel
1: or something, right?
0: Like, yeah, but constantly spinning, <laughs> twirling. Towards freedom.
1: Yeah, this has got a couple spots um, where you are required to use the rocks, feather, and pegasus boot combo to get through.
0: But I, I found this dungeon to be pretty straightforward. There wasn't a lot of goofatutical. Really, things.
1: all of them are. Well, the first four, I think. Correct. I, I really got pretty cocky until the la- latter half.
0: Now, there is a fun mini-boss in this dungeon that's like a, I guess an octopus or something?
1: Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. And it just kind of rushes around in this square shape, you know, or, or round room. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's very easy though, because you just wait near the corner and hit it before yeah. it can get close to you.
1: Like it'll, if you attack it head on, it'll just kind of bounce. It won't do anything, and you'll get run over. But if you can hit him kind of from the side, so right before it turns at any corner, you can always you hit it, and it'll turn around and go back the way it came. Yeah, and you just keep doing that back and forth.
0: Easy, peasy. V- very easy. Uh, this dungeon also, I think, is the first instance of uh, one of the blocks or one of the livers you pull. And the further you pull it back, the further it spreads oh, apart some blocks. Yeah,
1: I love those levers. They yeah. look cool? Yeah, and it's uh, I like that kind of mechanical thing. I don't know. It's, it's really neat.
0: And then to get the nightmare key, you have to do like a little memory puzzle. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Where yeah. It, you are given one set of blocks, it shows you the order, and then you find them in another room, and you have to repeat that order.
1: Yeah, you'll see these five uh, special shaped blocks that will twinkle, and when you step on that one, it'll another one will twinkle. And you learn the order and then repeat it in another room.
0: And then you get to the boss of this level, and lo and behold, this is not a boss like any of the others you fought or will fight.
1: That's true. It is a side-scrolling boss.
0: And apparently you can just swim up to the boss and beat the crap out of it. Yeah, that's what I did. I... But I didn't realize that. So I dealt with the fact that it is a giant anglerfish, and it sends cheap cheeps out back and forth, and then it does like a lunge at you.
1: Okay. I, I barely, I don't even think I saw this enemy attack, because like... Especially with the bosses, one of my first go-to strategies in not just this game, but any game is, you know, run up there and just start hacking away and see how much damage you can
0: get before they move. And at a certain point when it does its lunge, it will make uh, blocks fall from the ceiling that you have to dodge. Oh, okay. But you have such freedom of movement, it's not very hard at all. Sure,
1: yeah. And this is, it's weird because you can use your sword underwater, but you can't when you're in the water and it's overhead. You right.
0: Know? But it's also weird that you can also, in the side-scrolling areas, use your sword upward. Yeah, yeah. Which is nice. I like I love it. Yeah. You defeat this fish, you get your piece of heart, and then you get your next um instrument. You get the surf's harp. The surf's harp, okay. Yeah, surf's harp, dude. Surf's harp, man. You're jettisoned from that level, and now it's time to find the fifth level Catfish's Maw. Now I think this is the first time you can Oh wait. I think we forgot to mention that the special item you get in that level is the flippers. Oh, right, yeah. That's how you can do all that swimming.
1: Yeah, you're going to need to because you cannot get through it without
0: them. And now you can do the raft ride if you want. Yeah. And this is also when you have that weird ghost side quest. Yeah, yeah. This is
1: where it just shows up after you leave this dungeon.
0: Yeah, at some point a ghost starts following you and tells you when he wants to go to his house. Yeah. Now that you've explored enough, you've found this weird creepy house. Yeah. That's where you take him. It's, it's, it's kind of old and run down and empty and you take him there and then after he sees it he's like okay i want to go to my grave
1: yeah and you so you can take him back and near the graveyard there's just a kind of
0: solo lone grave and that's his grave yeah and once you do then he tells you to look under the pot in his
1: room or something
0: yep and all that's there is a seashell hot dog pretty disappointing (laughs) now also when you leave that cave that's when you can find mambo and get the mambo song yeah very the important to song. get that. Mambo
1: number five.
0: The most used. Once you have those flippers, you can make your down to Catfish Mall, which you've, which is in the middle of the lake at the bottom of the map. It looks like a large catfish surrounded by stones. And you may not think you can get in here yet, but you can. There's obviously a kind of path to an entrance. Yeah. And you just need to dive when you get close to it.
1: Yeah, kind of. It reminds me a bit of... You do this a lot in Star Tropics as well. You mm-hmm. have, like, you dive underwater. But here, you get a little side-scrolling screen to swim over.
0: And then you are in the Maw of the Catfish. Now, this level is going to feature some new enemies. You have the strange armored-faced nose creatures.
1: Ugh, these are the worst.
0: Yeah, until you get the hook shot, they are really a huge pain in the butt. Yeah. Because you can only hit them from the back. And unlike Dark Nuts, they never seem to want to turn their back on you.
1: No, yeah. And well, you can't hit them from the side either. No. So it's extra poopy
0: now in the side scrolling parts you're going to get to some areas where there's the uh scale kind of puzzles where you have to lower one part to jump to the next by raising it oh yeah yeah those are kind of fun sure a little pulley power the mini boss of this level is a giant stalfos yeah who you will fight several times yes he will run from you throughout the dungeon in three or four encounters
1: yeah, and it's mainly just, what, attacking him and then bombing when he's crumbled?
0: Yeah, and I found that the best way to do that was just to stand above him, and mm-hmm. as soon as he uh, you bomb him, he falls apart and yeah. then reforms. If you're above him, you can right away just sh- 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 hit him a few times and he'll crumble again. Oh, okay, So He'll never get to move again after that. Nice. Because when he jumps around, I found he could be kind of hard to hit from the sides because he has a sword and shield that he will block with. Right, yeah, you, just got, you do have a, a small window to stun him and bomb. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, in this level you find the hook shot, which is the main mechanic of this level. Is that there are many places that have big gaps you can't get across, until so you have that hook shot. Yeah. And then there is another weird optional mini boss in this level, but the eye spiders.
1: Yeah, I guess those are gomas, maybe. I okay, yeah. But
0: I, I did not like them at all.
1: I don't know if I had my bow by now. I did I, not, so I don't I d- think I did. But
0: the thing is, is uh, if you play the mambo, it'll make them open their eyes. Oh, really? Yeah, or not the mambo, Marin song. No kidding. One of them. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. So then uh, you can bomb them at that point or slash them.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: And that's the only way I got past because, man, I had a really hard time with those guys.
1: Yeah, I I bet.
0: (laughs) Now, apparently, they're also optional. There's a way to get around them if you're smart and didn't use one of your keys in a certain way. Mm. But I wasn't, so I had to go through them.
1: Yeah, I I know. I I remember I was in the same boat.
0: Uh, Now, there is a portion of the level that is dark water. Of course, you swim down to that, and that's how you get access to the nightmare key. Oh right, yep, underwater. you get some bluebirds down there. Mm-hmm. right. And then you have the final boss, which is the first one that really gave me some some serious trouble. This is kind of a weird one, yeah. Uh, the slime eel. Uh, yeah, it's it's a strange boss
1: room because you have a hole in the center and then two holes in the top and bottom wall.
0: All made by this eel when it appears. right. And its tail is constantly spinning around kind of haphazardly. And that's the, your main problem is you might get hit by that tail. Yeah. And then it pops its head out of one of those four holes, and you have to hook shot it and pull it out. Pull it out. And then you have to run up, round, and slash at it.
1: Yeah, it has like a heart, or it looks like a heart container section segment in its its long body. And that's your target.
0: Yeah. And this is a very just patience game kind of boss. Yeah. Because there are spots where the tail can't hurt you. Yeah. So you just have to wait.
1: Yeah, and you, or, I mean, you can keep moving around. Like, I, I would do orbit or, you know, just do laps, kind of. And then when I just happened to be the, at the right spot where its face was mm-hmm. ahead of
0: me, pull it out and attack. But I just stayed on the left side. It takes forever. Yeah. It did. And then sometimes when you pull it out, it's like out and about, and it attacks you. And that's yeah. the worst. <laughs> yeah. So I did die here a couple of times. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. not sure why. This boss gave me a lot of trouble. But, uh, you know, I was able to finally defeat it. Yeah. And once you do, you get one more heart container. And the fifth instrument the wind marimba marimba after that you're on to the face shrine you can complete more of your trading sequence there and go all the way to the magnifying glass at this point yeah in this point on you can have the boomerang uh, man and boy do you want that boomerang it's great
1: i better be very useful here um
0: did i tell you that it also destroys those plants that are in your way that the one oh, guy can eat. Really?
1: Yeah. What can't it do?
0: Barely anything. It does everything you'd ever want. <laughs> uh, now, this is also the point where you have to do the signpost maze now that you oh, have the hook shot.
1: Sure, sure.
0: And uh,
1: Oh, yeah. Well, no, I didn't do that till a little later, I think.
0: Okay. And what's annoying, though, is I did it and didn't have enough rupees to buy the song.
1: Oh.
0: So I had to go get the money and then uh, do it all over again. Yeah. And then once you've completed the maze, that's where you find a wart. And you get the Frog Song of Soul. Song of Soul. And
1: when him and those other frogs sing that song, it does not sound good.
0: No, but I think that's part of the joke. Sure
1: goes on, though. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, the next level, the Face Shrine, right, that's over in the east where you have uh, this section where there's a bunch of the Armos statues, right?
0: The shrine is actually in the water. It's hidden there. Under those statues? Under one of the statues. This is something I actually... I never
1: checked those two statues, so I actually I looked this up.
0: And well, that's where you get the key. Because in there, you have to fight the Stalfos Knight. Oh, the big, okay, I mean yeah, The Armos yeah. Knight, the big one.
1: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. No, I remember now. Another one, that was a, was a pretty easy boss where you can really rapid slash him down.
0: Oh, definitely. And then once you've defeated him, that's when you get the key and you get to see that relief of the windfish and the owl. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty good looking. And then the face shrine is nearby. You use the key and it raises out of the ground. Yeah, yeah. And in this shrine, you're going to encounter these new statues, the elephant statues.
1: Yeah, they're very tall. Uh, Kind of familiar. They kind of remind me of the ones with the tongues from... Mm-hmm. I, I kept thinking I would be pulling tongues out of these things, but
0: you don't. But they really ramp up the crystal swapping aspect in this level. Oh, do they? They do, indeed. They, here,
1: you also will see... Um, Wizrobes are out in force here. Oh, yeah. And they are... They're a little different this time. Yeah, yeah. You,
0: basically want to bomb them i found yeah um you swords don't really do they even stun them i don't know but the boomerang does
1: i know the the hook shot will stun them okay. so i would usually hook shot I could usually get two of them stunned next to each other and then bomb them both mm-hmm. so
0: and then you're also introduced to the weird h- horse head
1: thing oh yeah the like chess pieces yeah yeah where you have to just keep picking up and throwing them until they happen to land upright
0: and then they open a door or make a chest appear.
1: Yeah, is there any, like, trick to it? Nope. To not that yeah. I know of. They're yeah. not too horrible. Um, here you'll see uh, a, another familiar foe from A Link to the Past, which are the floor tiles that will come out and start attacking you. Yes. And with your shield now, they're super easy. You can just yep. stand in the corner and hold down your button, and they will never hurt you.
0: Or you can boomerang them. Yeah, or, or that too. Because you got to love that boomerang. Yeah,
1: yeah, you don't even have to aim with the shield, though. That's
0: true. You just face out, and you're safe. Boomerang. Now, the mini-boss of this dungeon is fairly interesting. It is known as Smasher.
1: This is a weird boss.
0: And it's a weird creature that has a giant iron ball with it. Yeah. And it picks up the ball and throws it at you. And, yeah, and you have to do the same. And it's pretty easy.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's a weird, like, you want to have, you want to be, like, slightly below it. Yes. You know, uh, horizontally.
0: But I also found that if you throw it at it, a lot of times it'll bounce back off of it, and you can just go pick it up right again. If you get the right, yeah, and you can sometimes you can get a rapid fire get all three of them mm-hmm. yeah, yeah this
1: dungeon is i think this is like the second worst one like
0: so much of it is just figuring out where to re where to use those crystals to make the platforms change Yeah, yep yeah, and, and backtracking through all of the different going areas. back
1: through there, there's quite a few like one-way areas so. because
0: the final boss of this uh dungeon is super easy now what do you get in this dungeon this is the level two power bracelet that's right because you need it to pick up those elephant statues yeah but at the very end is well a giant face yeah, face from Nickelodeon, Nick Jr. In the game, I guess he's known as Facade. Oh, ooh, it's a kind of angry, creepy
1: looking, you know, just a face. On, I, I don't know if it's supposed to be on the floor or floating, you know? Yes.
0: Disembodied, I guess. At the very beginning, he throws tiles at you. Mm-hmm. Easy to deal with. And, and then he just makes holes randomly appear all over the map. Yeah, I remember running around waiting. And I was like, this is it? And then what, I just used bombs, I think? Same here, because... You can just leave one in the middle where his face is. And he'll always come back. He (laughs) always comes back right there, and it blows up on him. What a fool. Um, I don't even know what else you could... I don't even know. I mean, I can't remember doing anything else. Can you?
1: No, this was definitely maybe the easiest boss.
0: Correct. You destroy it. You get one more heart container. You really have a lot of health at this point. And you get your next... uh, Next siren's instrument. Which is the Coral Triangle. Ting, ting, ting. Coral. And you are now moving on to Eagle's Tower on the very far side of the map. But to get there, you need the help of a friend. A dead friend. (laughs) Yeah. You can go now with your super strength, move the statue in the middle of the town square. Yeah. There is a dead bird underneath it. Yep, you'll see you, the bones. You play that song you just learned and you resurrect it from the dead.
1: Yeah, and now this bird will follow you around and if you pick it up using your bracelet, it will then kind of carry you and you can fly over some some
0: spots. Any gap you find, you can fly over and and it's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, and you know like a few of these spots you could get by anyways with your Hook shot, mm-hmm. but uh, there are some where it's like it is, you, you have to curve around, you know. Oh, definitely. This is the only way in.
0: There's also a seashell I think you can get with this guy.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, yeah.
0: And um, there's another little trick where if you have the boomerang, you can throw the boomerang out, pick him up, and then the boomerang will just fly underneath you. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. And you can just go over things and kill him. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, the way to get the key to the eagle's place is kind of convoluted, and it's up in the mountains. Yeah. And I hated it. I, oh, I kept okay. going in the wrong spot and like falling through areas i shouldn't have i was up in these mountains way more than i wanted to be yeah
1: i love the music up there though
0: it's great uh but annoying if you make your way around the (laughs) the
1: the tower is over on the far uh like northwest right
0: well you go through you you maze your way you get that key and then yes the tower itself is on the left side of the top right side of the map gotcha yeah and you use the key and the tower rotates oh yeah yeah revealing the door to you this
1: is pretty cool Reveal, I think.
0: It definitely is. Inside this tower, though, oh boy, they really start to ramp up the confusion level. This this level
1: made my brain hurt.
0: Because to progress through the first half of this level, there are these four pillars that you must destroy. Yeah. And to destroy them, there is one ball that you must maneuver around throughout the entire dungeon. Yeah. And, and there are many places where you have to either toss it over an area or through an area that you may not have thought you could or should.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not... Because... You might think that you can't leave this floor. As long as you don't leave the dungeon, right? Mm -hmm. The ball will, the iron orb will not reset. Correct. So you have to keep track of like where you're moving it and then go back down and come back up to this floor from another side so you can pick up the ball and destroy these four
0: pillars. And in this level, you're going to find those evil Kirby's we talked about. Yeah. And so many, the crystal switches are here in force. Oh yeah, definitely. There's a lot of whiz robes you're going to deal with or a few, maybe not a ton, um, But what's cool is, once you have destroyed all the pillars, then the top half falls down, and you leave the level to climb it. Right, yeah. And then you have a weird mini-boss, which is this, like, skeleton kid. Oh, yeah, he is a weird, um, like a necromancer or something. The Grim Creeper. Yeah, yeah, Grim Creeper, and
1: it's... I actually fought this for not a long time but i didn't get it at first
0: because he summons like a series of bats or whatever yeah and then once they all have all appeared they then fly at you one by one in a weird pattern he reminds me of you know he reminds me of tom guycott from
1: clash at Demonhead. oh yeah his little cape and skeleton but anyway sorry
0: and you must destroy the entire wave of bats yeah to to do like a round of damage on him yeah and you must do that i think three times
1: and, and once you realize what you're about it's just stand in a corner and slash them all when they come at you
0: yeah, yeah. definitely And then he just flies away. You don't actually defeat himself, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. and Yeah, in this level is the mirror shield, which is barely useful for, like, there's a couple things that shoot lasers at you, but I I didn't ever use the shield to to block them. Well, you
1: can usually just run by. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, But what's really cool is once you're outside, you climb to the top of this tower. And once again, I lied, there's a second side-scrolling boss. Yeah, yeah. And at first, this boss really confused me. Yeah, me too. Because the kid summons a giant bird and jumps on it. Yeah. And I wasn't really sure. I thought there was only like one way to attack the bird. Yeah. And that's when it was like flying right at you. Because it has it? like four or five attacks. It Yeah. Flies across the screen at various heights. Mm-hmm. It does a swoop. Yeah. And then it does a flap, which is the worst.
1: Yeah, that will
0: blow you back. It will hit you and knock you off, restarting the battle. Yeah, and these little,
1: like, feathers shoot out that will hurt you as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So, basically, in this battle, you want to have that shield equipped. Yeah. Because it'll block those feathers. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see think he's going to do that flap, you just got to start jamming the opposite direction to stay on top of it. Yeah. But what you can do is actually hit him with the hook shot. That's what I used, yeah. At any height, which I didn't realize. You just have to hit him in the beak. Yeah.
1: I Man, I fought this for a long time slowly dying as i would get knocked off and start over and come back up and you know i was like is my damage you know adding up or not it it's takes not. like six hits yeah you got to get six hits without falling
0: i know but i was in that same boat is the timing can be a little hard too when he's in the, the higher strata flying across
1: yeah yeah it was never a problem of i was never worried about dying no it but was just like "Ugh, what now
0: repeating this boss was a pain now once you have defeated the boss you get the heart container but then you have to go into like another little area. And that's where you get your next instrument.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And that is the organ of evening calm. Ooh. And it looks like a concertina almost, like a little yeah, a little But at this point, you are in the home stretch of the game. You have one more major dungeon to go through, and that is Turtle Rock.
1: Yeah, and this is what at the very this north- is at the west, top left. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: You've been able to get close to this before
1: yeah but there was that like flamethrower that blocks that one path yes you need the mirror shield to get
0: through there yep uh but before that you do have to go find Marin. she's been like she's somewhere at the top of this no yeah thing she's for like some
1: reason uh she's on a bridge and it's like when you see her and she's like some monsters put me up here for some reason and you know she kind of almost tells you something and then i think Terran shows up and takes her or...
0: correct yeah and then once you find the opening to uh turtle 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 creek what is it Tur- turtle rock to turtle rock uh you must use that awakening song uh, to yeah, wake yeah. it up and then it really looks more like a dragon than a turtle yeah yeah and you have to fight it kind of but it's a really lame slow fight it is an easy fight yeah go. it yeah, just yeah. waves its head around at your sword yeah, which is not bad and then once you've just that head you can now enter turtle rock the final and most awful dungeon of the game
1: It's a big one. It was, it's the last two. I'm like, they're both really bad. Like this one, at least you don't have as much of the crystal switches.
0: Yeah, but you have uh, this whole element where there are now these platforms that you can move around to make bridges with. Yeah. And And there's this one room that is basically like a hub that you're going to go through a hundred times.
1: I, I got my, the first time I got stuck here was because I did not realize that I thought those little bridge making, I thought they just went in a line.
0: No, I you can control them.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I had to figure yeah. it out eventually, and I was, oh, okay. And there's a
0: couple annoying play, there's a couple annoying parts where you have to fill in the entire floor with, yeah, them to, to get a key. Which you really have
1: to be like one step ahead with your controls. On yeah,
0: and the final one gave me some real trouble. Yeah. Of the that whole series, and then also in this level, you're going to have kind of a who's who of mini bosses.
1: Yeah, you. There's almost a mini boss rush here.
0: Yeah. Um, but you know, you know, all their, their secrets at this point, so they're not too hard.
1: They're all very easy. And, um, you know, I I was stuck for a moment where I had been to the side scrolling area Mm -hmm. where you see the ice and you, you know, you need some kind of fire to break through. So I knew I got to get this chest and I'm going through finally figuring things out and you keep having to move through over and over in, uh, you know, these like one way passages or these, you know, sequences where you got to go, okay, gosh, I got to go back there. I got to get this key, blah, blah, blah. I finally, mm-hmm. I find it. I've been at the pulling my hair out and I finally get there to the final uh, area where the magic rod is. And I get there and that stupid switch was up
0: the crystal switch. Oh, so you couldn't actually access it. Yeah,
1: if you just see one crystal switch. There's nothing in the room to tell you whether they're up or down and there aren't that many of those even uh tiles in the entire dungeon except for in front of that thing so if you don't if you get there and you don't hit that switch right then and then never touch it again you're gonna have to go back
0: out i was so mad i can believe it now luckily this level does have a lot of the floating winged items for you to restock your stuff on yeah you can get a lot of arrows bombs you're never hurting for those uh, but there is also another hard part where there's these Dodongos you have to kill, but while you're on a different level from them.
1: Oh, that's another thing that made me feel really stupid because you, um, I would kill them and be like, okay, now the chest is there, so I'll, you know, I was on the floor, circle around and come back, and they're back, and I'd realize like, oh no, I gotta do it from up here. Yeah, and then it's just throwing and hoping they eat it, kind of. Yeah,
0: hopefully at this point you have like 40, so you're good.
1: If you can get them, you know, there is a small hallway at the bottom. Yeah, if you can get them down in there where they they can't move up or down, or on so the
0: very can... left side as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, same thing. Yep. Uh, there is a
0: little trick I read about online that I didn't get to use here, but if you have the bomb out and it's about to explode, you can throw it into the wall behind you, and it'll reset the timer on it. Oh, you can okay. Pick it back up again.
1: You know, I was gonna ask because I noticed I was stood there holding bombs. They didn't seem to. Or maybe it takes longer for them to explode if you're holding them overhead. Right. I don't know. I. I it seemed easier than uh, in Link to the Past.
0: Now, there is one new mini-boss in this dungeon, and that is the punching guy? Yeah. Blano? Yeah, he's pretty weird. Uh, he's pretty awful, because he's not hard. He doesn't really hurt you very much. Uh, he has these weird punches, and you can only hit him from like the top or bottom. Yeah. It, but if it, he does his haymaker punch and hits you, he knocks you back to the beginning of the level. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Man. It happened to me once. I was very upset. Oh, that sucks. Otherwise, it's all about, like, just spin-jumping him. Okay, yeah. That's what I did. I
1: I don't remember what I did.
0: It's before you get the rod, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, once you get the rod, you have to fight a couple more mini-bosses. That um, Man. The octopus is back, but this time there's nothing to hide around the corner, so you have to jump over it. Yeah. Which is a little harder, but not much harder. Yeah. And then you have the final boss of the level, Hothead. Hothead. Yeah, he reminds me of, what, uh, Fry Guy or whatever from mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Mario Brothers 2?
0: And it's a giant flaming head, and um, counterintuitively, you need to use the fire rod on him. Yeah,
1: man. Just open fire.
0: But he's super easy. You just, like... Super easy. Shoot him a bunch. He he jumps around and makes, like, a splash, but it doesn't hit anything in front of it. it
1: very rarely. And I... he
0: barely gets close enough to even hit you with the splash anyways. Yeah. Like, and then he splits in two at one point, and then the little heads you just also fire rod i don't know i, I had zero trouble with this guy
1: here like most of the bosses are pretty easy but this one is like especially for being one of the last ones you're like eh,
0: well i'm glad down. because the level itself just took forever
1: it is a big level you know
0: and then once you have beaten him you have to get you get the final of the siren instruments the thunder drum
1: really and they even tell you right as soon as you're done they're like go up to the windfish.
0: if you haven't uh gone to the library you need to go there Oh, yeah, that's because true. Because you want to get the directional directionals. You want to get the directions you need. Uh, and then you just go to the windfish. And outside the windfish, you play Marin's song. Mm-hmm. All the instruments come out, and they all play together to make a beautiful version of it. Glorious. And a giant hole opens in the egg that the windfish is sleeping in. Yeah. And then you are in an area where you need to do that maze. Yeah, basically you're in like
1: a room. It's just like a hole. You fall down, and then you're in a big... Lost woods type, you know, like repeating maze scenario. Yeah. If you do not follow the proper directions, then you'll just keep repeating forever, I guess.
0: Forever. Forever. So,
1: but there is an exit. So, if you didn't get those directions, you can get out and go.
0: Right. You know. Now, once you have correctly gone through there, you are greeted with uh, the nightmares. Yeah. They taunt you, and then is now a gauntlet of bosses.
1: Yeah. Shadow bosses. Yes. And but- I
0: do like the fact that. He says, uh, you can never defeat us. Let's rumble. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's rumble, man. Let's rumble. Girl. I'm ready to rumble. And uh, there's a couple different forms here. First, you have like the weird slime form.
1: Yep. It's a shadow slime. And what do you hit it with?
0: The magic powder.
1: That's right. Yeah. Three hits of the magic powder will kill it. Oh, yeah. Because you can hit it with your sword or anything else. And it'll just kind of scatter into little shadows and reform. Mm-hmm. I did that for a couple minutes just waiting. Like,
0: yeah, Maybe it just takes a long time. Nope. No. (laughs) And then it turns into uh, Aghanim's Shadow, which is like a a shadowy creature, and it shoots like an energy beam at you.
1: Yeah, it's like the wizard in A Link to the Past. Mm -hmm. You know, same thing, and you want to reflect his thing back with your sword.
0: Yeah, but sometimes it's like a cross pattern, and you cannot reflect that, and I always got hit by it. Yep, me too. (laughs) Which was annoying. Yeah, yeah. Once you have done that, I think, three or four times, it moves on to its next form. Then it becomes Moldorm's Shadow. Ah, uh, yes. Well, Moldorm. Which is the worm creature thing, basically. And I thought this one was super easy. It never seemed to hurt me.
1: Well, and you don't... It's not knocking you off. No. So, you, you know, it does move a lot faster, but um, I don't know how... It did take a while with my sword. Yeah, because I only level, level one, one sword yeah, as well.
0: No boomerang here? Or? Uh, I don't think the boomerang works on that one very well. Okay.
1: Again, I was using level one sword, but sometimes, you know, you'd hit it and it would, it'll would it kind of stun for a second and then start going super fast yeah if you just get right up there on this corner you can get him hit him three or four times right in a row so
0: awesome do it and once you've defeated that form you are into the the ganon's shadow yeah and this is another link to the past nod where the blazing bats chase after you
1: yeah and he has like a trident he spins around and throws yeah this was super easy i
0: thought um i took some damage but i would just jump and spin attack him
1: i just held down my my charging attack like where you'll just keep ramming him and then knocking back a little bit and doing it again and again like i could hit him four or five times in a row every time and i did take a few hits but it was it was a very quick battle
0: all right cool uh next form is the landmila yes and it chases you around the room but you want to use the magic rod on its head and it only takes a few hits to blow that one up yeah 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 this one is a joke uh and then you've got the final form
1: a deathle yeah this is a kind of strange because it's like the
0: center is its eye
1: Mm -hmm. that opens and closes
0: two arms that kind of swing off of that centerpiece yeah and they'll like rotate around at different rates kind of and the very tip of them has like an orb that hurts you yeah but you can jump over the shadow portion of them yeah so
1: for me this whole battle was standing in front of it and jumping timing And And waiting
0: to shoot its eye, because it only opens for a few moments. Yeah. And and you have to hit it with the arrow, correct?
1: Yeah, that's what I used, yeah.
0: And I did that for a long time, too, but it took forever. Uh, And then I was like, maybe the boomerang will be better. (laughs) Yeah. And it is. In fact, you only need one hit with the boomerang, but it has to be at the very center of its eye. Okay, okay. So it's not, not, you know, the easiest thing in the world, but it is very easy.
1: Like, this thing... Every time it would open with the arrow, man, I could like blast it with two or three, you know. Yeah. You can get you can really rapid fire it, which is very rewarding.
0: And then once you've defeated it, well, then you wake the windfish. Yeah. You see it in all its glory and it's like a whale a with whale. wings and like a Tattoos? Indian motif. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's pretty cool looking. It's it's out there. It's like, hey, play the song with me and you, you play the song. And you get a lot of weirdness going on where it talks about, you know, it's the nightmares put it in the egg and it's dream and yeah yeah it thanks you for waking it up yeah it is strange and then you get this beautiful shot of like the sky like you're looking straight up
1: yeah well it's like the island disappears and it shows you on your little wood right and mm-hmm. it's like you're sitting on the raft and then he looks up at the sun and sees the
0: the windfish fly, fly over or, yeah
1: it's it's pretty cool and it's it's kind of weird because it doesn't end with you like getting back to Hyrule or anything. You know what I mean? No, you're Just still out at sea. on
0: at sea. And it is sad because <laughs> you do see all of the different places fade to white, to nothingness. Yeah. All across the land. And that final shot of you looking out at the windfish adrift forever. Yeah. Lost at Or sea. until your next adventure. Dun dun. Well, this is it, the final portion of our show, our review portion, and of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Nick, I gave this game a 5.0. I did too. I mean, what is what else is there to say? This is the best graphics I've seen on the Game Boy.
1: You can't really expect more, I uh, love it.
0: The music and sound effects are all wonderful. It's well animated. There are literally no downsides, besides the repetitiveness of that one song. But really, that happens for about 45 seconds to two minutes of this entire at, game, yeah,
1: at the most. Yeah, it's it's a it's a gorgeous, great-sounding game,
0: and it just I mean, it's so charming. All the sprites are just so big and expressive without overcrowding the screen. Yeah, it's like they found the perfect balance, and I mean, it doesn't get any better than this, as far as I'm concerned, on this system. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. agree that. Next up is play control, and I gave it a 4.0. Um, I, I went 3.5. I could see 4.0. Um, I
1: think the big thing is being able to map both of your buttons.
0: To me, that is all of it. I mean, it's a little sticky on your turns, but all Zelda games are in the overhead world.
1: My only complaint is that I just hate the way that one, the sword slash in that one direction is
0: right. with me. But it's... to me, once you get that rock feather, I mean, they, they don't ask you to do anything you can't do. Yeah. Yeah. And... It's amazing how well that jump works in this perspective.
1: It is, and it's enticing. Like I'd like to see some more overhead jumping games, I guess. I don't know. uh, Something worth checking out, I guess. Next
0: up is Challenge Factor. I went 2.5. So did I. And I said it's mostly from not knowing what to do. Yeah. It's very rarely from the challenge of a boss or the enemies in an area. There were
1: just a couple sections where I either didn't know where to go or I was stuck in some dungeon. Just
0: Yeah, where you just kind of have to bang your head around or leave and come back with a clear head and kind of go through the process over again yeah but the fact that you have unlimited continues they start you out with all that health and so close to where you left yeah. off yeah this game is fairly easy
1: yes it is
0: and then finally we have theme and fun i went 5.0 as did i i mean this game is a pure blast it is fun it is goofy and the whole world feels like a world there's theming all throughout i mean you have your different parts the mountains the desert the shore they're all unique with unique creatures and it just feels like a very fleshed out experience all around
1: yeah you get some neat new tricks for link which it's fun to see link jump or get to play around with some stuff they bring back some old stuff in cool new ways so it's a lot of fun and it's interesting because even though the action elements in the game are pretty easy they're never really hard they're still very fun and there's enough of it to offset it's not too puzzling
0: right it's just a very rewarding gameplay loop all throughout mm-hmm. so finally i ask as i always do should you play this game i think you should i agree i mean this is one of the best zeldas in fact it was my second favorite zelda until breath of the wild came out <laughs> and is now my third oh
1: uh, okay yeah. but it's still right up there yeah yeah It's a, it's a great game i haven't I don't know where I'd rank it, but I definitely enjoyed it and would recommend playing it. And I feel like a fool that I put it off this long.
0: Next week's game will be Double Dragon 3 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So find a copy of that game any way you can. Grab your controllers and a friend and play along, folks. And bonus future, future episode, if you want to find a copy of Double Dragon the Movie... We Mm -hmm. might just be reviewing that here in the near future as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. And also, if you want to let us know uh, what your personal ranking of the best Zelda games are, you can do it at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and we will rank it up there.
0: But I'd really like to see all that over on Facebook. I'd love to see everyone's uh, list of their favorite top three Zelda games. Sure, yeah. See where they all lay out there. Um, Because we're on there at cartridgecommand or on the Twitterverse at cartcommand. We sometimes let you know when new shows drop there. But of course, it is those fine and wonderful folks at patreon.com slash cartridge command that make this show physically possible. It's their few dollars a month they throw our way that pays for the hosting of this show, uh, our travel, and any incidentals we need, like new cables or, you know, a broken mixing board.
1: we stop stopped by the trendy game for a few.
0: Yes, we don't have that claw machine at our disposal, <laughs> so we rely on you fine folks to help us out, and we really appreciate it. As yeah. long as you keep helping us, we'll keep making this show. Yeah. So thank you all so very much. Thank you. And as always, cartridge commandos, game, game on. on. Do, 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 <sighs> 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 Break time. Sweet.